Hi, everybody, and welcome to Bo and Boudoirs. I'm Miss Benny Bonsi. On this week's show, I'm really excited to welcome the super talented reporter and host that is ESPN's very own Cassidy Habith. She's just signed a multi-year extension deal with ESPN, and today she talks exclusively to me about her new deal, about her new show, which is called Hoop Stream, which is a pre is a pre-game show that will be on Twitter that's been launched this year. We'll also be talking about all the dramas in the NBA, the NBA All-Star Game. We're going to be talking about KD. We're going to be talking about Kyrie. We're going to be talking about AD and everything else in between. Join us today as we talk about all of that. What we need you to do now is get a cup of tea, take a seat and join us on Ball and Boudoir. All right, so I just wanted really to talk about your journey into sportscasting and now with your multi-year deal with ESPN. For any woman that wants to do sports broadcasting or work in media, you're like, mm-hmm. you're like the, I would say the icon. Do you get what I mean? So you have, <laughs> you have Rachel Nichols and then you have Cassidy mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's amazing. But, you know, I want to talk a bit more about what inspired you and, you know, what and why did you want to get into this? Well, first of all, I mean, you were way too kind with those words. Um, I, I, uh, gosh, I mean, I've known I've wanted to be in sports broadcasting since I was a little girl, really. Um, it was the only career that I, um, pretty much had my heart set on, um, since I was in middle school, um, which is, uh, six through, um, you know, eighth grade in the States. And it's, uh, I, I've always been a sports fan, um, you know, since I can remember and, uh, I grew up an athlete. Um, so, you know, sports was just uh, such a big part of my um, childhood. And so, you know, I, the first time I knew, I remember the first time I I decided this is some, this is something I want to pursue. And it was, um, you know, watching the Fox NFL pregame show. Um, and I saw Pam Oliver, um, do some of her sit down interviews on that show. Um, and I, you know, it just kind of clicked for me. I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I, I, you know, I love watching sports and I want to be able to tell the stories of these athletes. And, um, you know, from that point forward, high school, I kind of just sought out all of the, um, extracurriculars and like that would give me experience doing sports broadcasting. I called our boys basketball games for our radio television film club. And, um, you know, I applied to colleges, uh, with the focus of, uh, broadcast journalism. So when I got to, um, my first year at Illinois, um, I worked at a radio station, I worked at a TV station. Then when I transferred to Northwestern, um, I was part of our Northwestern News Network and, um, you know, did a bunch of internships uh, to help, you know, beef up my experience. So I've just, it's always just been my sole focus as far as uh, what I wanted to do with my future. And so, you know, being in a position right now where you know, I get asked, like, what is it that you want to ultimately do? And I can't really answer that because I feel like I'm living my dream job right now. Um, the NBA has been um, you know, my, uh, favorite sport since I was a young girl, I mean, grew up during the Jordan era. So to be able to cover my favorite sport um, on the sidelines, being at the games, uh, interacting with these players, um, after such uh, significant moments in, in the season, uh, you know, I feel really, really fortunate. 
I mean, it's so refreshing to hear you say that you knew when you wanted to do it, because when I talk about sports broadcasting to other people and why I do it, you know, I always say that I remember watching Oprah and I'm going and I yeah. saw myself at the age of 13. I was like, I want to be the sports of Oprah 10 years from now. And mm -hmm. that then everybody kind of just laughs at you because you're a woman that wants to get into, into a man's world. And it's a bit crazy to think about why people think that women wouldn't be able to do this job. Now, you've done this from a very young age up till now. Have you faced any struggles? And if you have, how have you dealt with it over the years? I mean, of course, it's a it's a high pressure, um, you know, career. So, you know, I I, I face a lot of struggles uh, every day, but you know, I wouldn't expect anything less. I mean, these are, um, for lack of a better term, these are the big leagues. So, um, as far as you know, my um, me being a woman, you know, has that uh, kind of hurt me or you know created more. Um, uh, stress for me. I, 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 what I say to that is that it, it's, um, I think there's pros and cons to being women, a woman in sports, uh, um, broadcasting. I think, you know, um, there are certain roles that I've, uh, probably, or opportunities that I've probably gotten because I'm a woman, but at the same time, I think we have a microscope on us that is um, a lot different than some of my male colleagues, uh, have on them. They get more benefit of the doubt, uh, so to speak, than, than I will get, um, which, you know, just motivates me to work harder, uh, to make sure that, you know, um, not that I have to, you know, prove to anybody but my uh, employers or my family and myself, but um, you know, I, I I still have a lot to learn, and if I am not continuing to improve and um, work hard um, on a daily basis, then you know this this business will out you. This business will get you. You can't you can't um, fake your way through it. So um, fortunately for me, you know, I have um, such a undeniable passion for the MBA that it's fun for me to learn and to work hard at, um, you know, understanding the game because it's, it's, you know, what I have a great interest in. So that's why I say, I just feel so fortunate because, you know, it, it does at times feel like I'm not working, you know, I'm just doing what I love to do. So, um, as far as like, other things that I deal with being a woman. Yeah. I mean, I can, there's, there's times where I wish that people wouldn't focus on my appearance, um, or how I'm presenting myself and more so than the content, but it is a visual medium. So this is an entertainment business. Um, it's something you have to pay attention to just about just the same thing as how you, um, you know, present the words you have to, you know, be cognizant of how you're presenting yourself. It all matters. Um, it all um, helps you separate yourself from, um, you know, a very competitive, um, uh, you know, career. So, uh, I don't mind it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, appreciate, um, you know, the challenge of, uh, uh like everything that this career demands. Of I was going to ask you about the competition landscape, because for me in the UK, I'm probably one, in fact, I'm probably the only woman that talks about the NBA right here in the UK and also across Africa. But for you... Oh, amazing. Congrats yeah. to you. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I love what I do just like you. So for me, it's not work. It's always fun for me to be covering yeah. games or going to the events and talking to people. It's always amazing for me. But when no. it comes to you, you're, you're in the States and you have so many other women that are doing exactly the same thing as you. 
What yeah. is the competition like? Is it real or is it everybody's just nice to each other? Like, I, I, what is it like? I mean, of course the competition is real, but like, that's not how I view it, you know? Like, the biggest competition is my, with myself. Like, I can't control what other people are doing, you know? And I can't control you know, um, if someone else catches, you know, an employer's eye and they prefer. You know, it's to a point where, you know, there's so many talent talented people at the level that, um, you know, we're at, at on this national scale. It, it, and like I said, it's an entertainment business. And sometimes it just comes down to a preference of, of style, a preference of delivery, a preference of, um, you know, uh, uh, of chemistry. Um, so like that's stuff I can't control. What I can control is to make sure that I'm the best um, that I can be, that I am the most informed, that I'm the most prepared, that, um, you know, I, I, I am making sure that I'm um, protecting our broadcast and protecting, um, you know, uh, my, my journalist, journalistic integrity. So, um, and then I will say that, like, in the NBA specifically, uh, there is a, there's a sisterhood. We, um, I have noticed that, you know, uh, the majority of the NBA sideline reporters really, really show outward support for each other. And it's become this, this uh, community where, you know, we, we're cheering each other on because because the, the, it, 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 we're so proud of, like, how, how the sport is growing. And it's because of, um, you know, how the game is exposed to fans. And that's our responsibility is to, you know, find ways to make the game that more interesting. And I, I just respect the hell out of so many of my colleagues. And um, I have never felt anything but support from um, other women in uh, the industry. I mean, like you said, Rachel Nichols, um, you know, is, uh, she's the true icon, but she, and, 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 and she paves the way. I mean, you see how hard she works to um, deliver the best uh, product possible. And so she is an inspiration. And then I feel so fortunate that I get to work with, um, you know, on most of, if not all my games with the goat in Doris Burke. And, um, you know, I, the fact that I call her a colleague, and I've seen her journey. I mean, she's she has grinded over years, over decades to yeah. get to this place where she is, um, you know, making history as a female analyst. And um, her, she's not just, you know, um, a, a great because she's a great female analyst. You could argue she's one of the best, if not the best analyst in the game yeah. as far as a female calling the NBA. And that whole argument that, you know, well, she doesn't play in the NBA. How can she know the NBA? Well, she knows the NBA. And so to be able to be around these women on this stage, um, you know, it is such a huge uh, motivation for me to um, up my game and to um, up my understanding of the game. And I just think, you know, uh, women not being a part of sports broadcasting here in the States, like, is a thing of the past. Like, sure. There could be more women, and sure, we could have more equal pay. Um, so there's definitely still a lot to um, to, to to strive for. But I, I, I've grown up in um, in an industry where I've been around and surrounded by a lot of women, and inspired by a lot of women, and been given courage to do what I'm doing because I've watched a lot of women. Um, you know, in this business, and uh, you know, I can't wait to see it grow even more.
And it's great you bring that up because right now in the UK, we have a huge debate going on where some men or a lot of men are saying that women should not be on TV analyzing sports. And it's kicked off in a big way, as in, isn't this a, a thing of the past? Why are we still having this conversation when we have women who are just as good as men? I mean, last year I went on tour in China and it was nice to, to be in China and know that you know, you know, NBA analysts and NBA side reporters like yourself and Rachel. I have to tell you, I had a fan moment with Rachel in Toronto a couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago, where I saw her walking down a corridor and I froze. And I was like, "This woman works so hard. Oh, so hard. Other women can see how hard she works." I just froze. I couldn't even say hello because she's just she's just amazing. But it's great that you brought it up. But I want to move away from that, and I want to talk about the NBA this season so far, the drama of it all. What's your take on the NBA so far this season? I mean, <laughs> when is it not drama-filled? <laughs> like, that's just the beauty of the sport today. I mean, like, it's just, <laughs> it is just, the storylines are so compelling and so fun and like uh, they're so petty <laughs> and it's just it, it's a soap opera and that's like and, and some people may not like you know the fact that there's so much activity in and around the game and they just want it to be about the game but that's you know like that's the that's the world we live in right now we live in a world where people want um to be able to hang on to different storylines and different um exciting things to talk about and outside the game because I think the league is special um, in the sense that you get to really, really know the personalities of these athletes. Right. And so, and that bleeds into the game. It, it is unavoidable um, because uh, it, it, it's a, it's more intimate than any other sports because there's less of them. And then also they're not wearing helmets. So you get to see their facial expressions yeah. in and around the court. And so you get to know their personalities a lot better on the court. And then that kind of um, carries over to, you know, how they present themselves on social media and then they're more recognizable. Right. Um, and so then those storylines kind of just snowball on a night to night basis um, where, you know, like it becomes just such a gifable and memeable sport because you know you get to know uh like things that russell westbrook does um you know you watch like little you know angry faces he makes or little rock the baby um uh, motions and that becomes a thing and then people make that like into uh something that like they can relate to it's just the nba is just in such a great place as far as fans just being able to gravitate and latch on to um, personalities. And I think that just gives people something that, you know, like it makes every night uh, fun to watch. You know, there's a, there's a lot of games and every night there's something new that is just, you know, like it, it baffling, exciting, funny, disturbing, sad. Like it's just a range of emotions. And I think like, that's what entertainment is. And the NBA is full of it. Sometimes I feel like I can't sleep because I might miss something that might kick off the yes. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this Lakers situation with the AD and the LeBron and Magic. That whole situation with the trade. Do you think the Lakers just put all their business out too early for everybody to know what they wanted to do? Or do you think they were right to do that? Okay. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll give you this insight. Yeah. Talk to, um, 
Woj. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys if, yeah. uh, get a lot of Woj bombs. <laughs> yeah, so you follow you know, <laughs> yeah. our preeminent uh, NBA insider. And I asked him, I go, you know, how has this trade deadline been for you? And he goes, it's been crazier than, you know, any of the ones I can remember because of just how, not because of the actual trade, but just how the conversations and negotiating was playing out, you know, on a moment to moment basis. And so like, I'd never seen anything like that before where we we were seeing the offers go back and forth being played out through Woj's tweets. So the time. In real time. So, I mean, that's just even more so, like, how the game has extended past, um, you know, the court. Uh, like, people are, have this just, uh, like, insatiable appetite for, like, storylines outside the game, including the trade deadline. And I, I think, look, there was a lot that went into um, what happened with the Pelicans and Anthony Davis and, and um and and the Lakers and, and just like again, you know, the fact that we know, um, if you're following it closely, that um, you know Anthony Davis's agent happens to be, um, you know, a, a, a uh, very good, if not best friend, of LeBron James, and so, <laughs> like, <laughs> of course, there's that there's that backstory. I mean, you you can't like dream that up, and so um, that's why you know as soon as he signed with Clutch earlier this year, people already you know assumed that he was going to go to the Lakers, and then there's talk of like, okay, well the Pelicans are upset about this. Um, clearly, I mean they took him out of their you know pregame video, they took him off their like Twitter <laughs> header, and so we're, we're watching that kind of petty drama play out, and so you know I guess we could have expected this type of negotiation during the trade deadline because like there was just too much um being played out publicly that it wasn't going to be a smooth transaction so um i just thought it was like par for the course as far as uh the how the drama played out because it's just i mean like too much it It was it was was unpredictable it was predictably (laughs) predictably unpredictable which was amazing and the next one, the next drama that still is going, but, you know, it's not as, as loud as the AD one, is where Kyrie and KD are going to end up in the summer. Do you think they're staying, or do you think they're going to end up in New York? I don't know. You know, I hear all the same rumors that um, uh, are kind of buzzing around our um, reporters and um, our insiders. So, look... All I will say is that my first game back um, this year, because um, I was on maternity leave, I I had the Knicks and the Celtics, okay? Yeah. And I was like, okay, so easy game back, you know, like, I'll just have to focus on the Celtics, because obviously the Knicks are kind of rebuilding, so yeah. I'll, I'll ease my way in. Um, bam, Porzingis gets <laughs> traded. I'm like, okay, yeah. so cool. So, okay, I'm not, I'm just going to focus on, you know, how that trade went in. Uh, you know, I, I got this. It's fine. It happened the day before the game. Like, I'll make sure I get everything straight. I'll go to shoot around in the morning. And Kyrie will talk. But, you know, he'll give a, you know, a blah statement. Bam. <laughs> the morning, that morning at shoot around, he's just like, you know, telling the media that we're creating the problem while also yeah. basically saying 
that he's not committing to the Celtics right now and he only wants to do what's best for him and cursing left and right and, you know, basically <laughs> turns the uh, free agency world upside down. So um, that turned into a whole thing. Uh, so, like, you know, the, the moment you expect uh, the NBA to be boring, it um, will slap the hell out of you and remind you that it, there's nothing boring about this league. <laughs> uh, All-Star Weekend is going to be interesting. You're hosting the Celebrity Game. I'm really excited for you. Um, what do you think is going to happen at the All-Star? Who's going to win, LeBron or Team Yanis? Oh, man. You know what? I think a lot of people are giving Giannis too hard of a time for his team. You know, <laughs> Kevin Durant was like, he's not from here. He'll get, he'll, you know, learn how to oh, uh, pick on. a team. Right now. I'm like, Katie, that's kind of harsh. Well, I no. actually talked to Giannis last week about his strategy and he stuck to plan. I mean, he said he wanted to aim for a lot of the newer guys who didn't have a lot of um, all-star appearances uh, stacked up. So. Right you know, he knows that they would play hard um, and, you know, um, play the right way because they're excited to be there. So, um, I, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's not going to be a blowout. I love the new format. I thought the, the, the draft being televised was amazing and it lived up to the hype. Yeah. You know, like it was just solid gold television with um, Giannis <laughs> calling LeBron out for tampering <laughs> as he proceeded to pick every single free agent um, that the Lakers, you know, are rumored to be eyeing. Um, so that was special. And then, you know, I, as we saw last year with the this um, setup of the game, it was competitive. Um, so I'm hoping that it's, um, you know, going to be another good game this year. And, you know, and I think a big reason why is because you're, there's just so many stars in this league. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think it's just going to be interesting to see who uh, guns for MVP. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm just... Uh, I, I, like, again, I think um, the All-Star Weekend is a representation of, um, you know, like how healthy uh, the league is. And I think it's in a good spot. And it's an exciting time for you as well with your new Twitter show that's coming out. Yeah. Like, how exciting is that to have people live actively getting involved with your show? How do you know I, what's going to be all be about? And, you know, tell me more about that show. Yeah. So Hoop Streams is um, we're going to be live. Um, on site of every Saturday night primetime game. Right. Um, and then it carries into the conference finals and finals. And right. so it's going to be 30 minutes um, from the site of the game um, on the court. So, uh, and then we're interacting live with fans um, while the show's going on. And then we're going to be bringing in guests throughout the show um, and uh, talking about, you know, obviously the big game, which, you know, every, every Saturday night primetime game tends to be the biggest game of the week. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, through the playoffs, um, you know, that's going to be Huge. crazy atmosphere as well. So yeah. it's just a combination of like bringing you live on site to what it feels like uh, at these playoff like atmosphere games that have that Saturday night primetime has become and then interacting live with NBA Twitter which um as you know has become such a huge identity of the game in communication today. with fans live on the show. Yes, yes. Oh my absolutely. God. So we're community. So I, I'm going to have my phone out. I'll be, you know, looking at the comments. We'll also right. have a periscope. So fans will be able to look at other people's comments. Right. Um, so you can stream it live on, on Twitter and then, you know, um, communicate uh, via periscope. Um, uh, so, so we will be taking questions throughout the, um, 
throughout the show. And it's just, it's, it's, it's going to be awesome. And then you never know what happens behind us. You know, um, yeah. uh, we could be, the show could be going on as Katie is warming up or James Harden is warming yeah. up and he can, you know, choose to stop by and say hi. Um, so, you know, it's just, it, just like how it, it is with my, um, you know, sideline reporting where I just have to be, um, you know, cognizant and aware of, uh, you know, my surroundings and everything happened, like million things happening at one time that's going to play out too, uh, on this Twitter show. So I'm really excited because, um, it allows me to, you know, get back into my hosting as well. Um, and just have, you know, um, just nonstop 30 minute conversation about the NBA, which I could do probably for, you know, (laughs) 30 days straight, let alone 30 minutes straight. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's really exciting because, as you, as you know, is me from television and now live onto digital and the fact that fans can have live access to the host and the players while the games are going on before, after, and during. That is a huge, huge deal. As we're talking, I've just seen a message saying that the NBA is going to investigate Ben Simmons. Right. Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, because um, Woj, uh, I mean, Woj is reporting that right now, and I, I, I believe it's, you know, stemming from that whole conversation that Ben and Magic um, were having about, you know, Ben getting some advice about how big guards can play the game, right. um, and then, you know, Magic said he asked Elton Brand and the Sixers and, would you know, put it out to um, the NBA to see if they would agree to it. I believe Elton Brand... Um, you know, so that they couldn't, but um, I have to look more into that story. Um, but, you know, again, Rama. the <laughs> fact that we are even knowing about this story, I, I think it's be- because it sounds too much, you know, like it's, it, you got one of the greatest players of all time running one of the um, most, you know, prominent franchises in the NBA. So it's like, you know, he's still Magic Johnson. So, yeah. You know, like people want to talk to him and get his advice, but you know he runs a, a NBA franchise. So this that just that just sums up the personalities in the NBA, not just on the court, but like now in the front office. You know, you like just <laughs> just so much going on. There's so much texture to the league. So much you can't you can't blink for a minute because something will always no. happen as you turn around. But right, you know your journey at ESPN. You've been there nine years. And now yes. you've signed this huge deal. What does it mean to you? And then going forward, what do you think, you know, what would you say to other women aspiring to be like you in the future? I, you know, so this new deal will make it, um, it will eclipse, you know, the 10 year mark for me at ESPN. And I just, I can't believe that, you know, I, it's just, it's crazy that I've been at ESPN for over a decade. And, um, you know, I just, I feel really fortunate because even my journey at ESPN has been um, been, uh, like a a climb. And I I feel like I've earned every single opportunity that I've gotten, um, you know, because I started off uh, in in the digital space at ESPN and um, pretty much hosted every single show there except for outside the lines and NFL countdown. So, you know, I made my rounds and I, made my mistakes and I, um, got such invaluable experience. And the fact that I've landed and covering two sports that I just am so passionate about and, um, uh, you know, really can't 
even dream up a, a better role for me as far as what I want to do with my life. Uh, you know, I feel really, really, really fortunate and happy um, with my journey at ESPN. And I'm so glad that I'm able to continue it. Um, and as far as like what, you know, people can do to, um, you know, like how I feel like I can, some advice I can give. Is that what you asked me? Like yes, advice? I think some people, for me, for example, when I go out to do my work and people was like, oh, it's got to be easy. It's so much fun. You know, I want you to give them the realities and advice you'd give for any woman or girl that dreams of becoming a sportscaster one day. I mean, what I would say is, you know, my experience and everyone's experience is going to be different. Everyone's journey is different. There's no roadmap um, to, uh, you know, having a career in sports broadcasting. There just isn't, especially nowadays, you know, like when I was first getting out of college, it was, you would go to, you know, a small market, work on local news, and then kind of build your way up. Media has changed so much. There's so many different outlets for you to express yourself and find ways to, um, you know, contribute to the sports landscape. So my big advice would be to um, do everything and anything and really pay attention to how media is changing and, um, you know, find a way to uh, be an asset to future employers um, by, you know, seeing how people are consuming sports media um, and, and, and find what you're mo most passionate about. Because like I've, like I've found, if you are not passionate about what you're doing, then someone else is going to um, take your place because you got to be having fun. There's too many options for people to consume sports media. Um, to, to and if if they don't enjoy watching you uh, and you're not enjoying you know yourself, then they're going to look elsewhere. So my biggest advice would be to get as much experience as possible and pay attention to how media is changing. You are a legend. I'm so happy. This is like the best thing I've read all day when Ben sent it through to me. So, oh, it's, it's the, this was so awesome. I hope I can run into you sometime soon. Are you going to Charlotte? I'm coming to All Star, but I know it's going to be, the head center is going to be so crazy. So I was like, let me do this interview before we get there. Cause she's, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'll try and come and find you and say hello because I think you're amazing. And I think your journey inspires me like a lot.